we are for episode 40. Uh, this is take two with your hosts, Matt and Mike. Yesterday we tried to record and some fucker was hammering nails with that, you know, what is it, pneumatic hammer, that air compressor hammer into making a roof. It was like, ting, 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 every fucking five seconds. The nerve trying to do that the while nerve. we're trying to record. I know. We're trying to record a podcast. You're trying to rebuild your town. Like, have some respect for what we're doing. <laughs> so here we are again. And he's not there. His roof, it looks nice. It looks lovely. And he's not out there anymore, so it must be done. I think with the amount of nails he put into this motherfucker, I think it's good to go. I swear to God, he was doing it every two inches. I'm like, this is overkill, bro. Well, you just shut the fuck up. We're trying to record a podcast. If nothing else, the roof is solid. Mm. I mean, I can attest to that. Yeah, it ain't like, flying off, man. It ain't leaking, nothing. <laughs> They're going to be a little OCD about this whole thing. Which I guess is better that than the alternative. I can respect that. If you'd rather put in a nail every two inches, that motherfucker ain't going anywhere. Yeah, and if you can, I mean, if you can afford that. Yeah, go for it. Knock yourself out. It looks nice. Did a good job. So, here we are. Finally recording the next day on a lovely, what is it, President's Day today. Donald Trump. Donald Trump Day? Is that what they're naming it? I'm sure that's something he's going to try to steal. That'd be funny if you tried to advocate for a, <laughs> like a, a federal holiday for like his birthday or something. Oh, a separate actual holiday. like <laughs> if, Or if he tried to attach himself to President's Day or get his own, he'd be more likely to get try to get his own. Because right there's there's President's Day and then there's like Washington. Yeah, and I think when we went to, we went to school, we had individual like holidays, and now I think they've kind of just smashed them all okay. together, right? Because yeah. it was like, all right, how many goddamn presidents are we gonna celebrate? We're never gonna be going to work, <laughs> so they put it into one, I think. But I wouldn't put it past Trump try to do that. Like Trump Tuesday, that's what they call it. Mm-hmm. Some random day, like his birthday or something. Or the day oh, he Trump's the day he fucked yeah. a porn star for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> the day he was uh, acquitted. I could see that being a holiday. Hmm. Him trying to push that. I kn- I think we need to make a, a holiday for the day I was acquitted because the do nothing Democrats. Wow, that was pretty good. It's okay. No, that was that was reminded me of a Colbert's impression. And I've been wa- like, I've been watching some Colbert favorite. lately. Yeah, Colbert's is great. This is perfect for what it is. It's that, perfect. It's like a. It's not like exact. It's like a perfect caricature. Exactly. It's not. Which was. Which is what makes it fun. Like, is is it precisely how Donald Trump talks? No, of course not. But like, you know, a good bobblehead doesn't have an accurate head, right? It it has to. Or you know, when you go to those, uh, you can go to Disneyland or any like amusement park, and they paint you as a caricature. You're like, oh, that's mm-hmm. funny. My nose would be big. My forehead would be really tall. And but that would be like ah that's funny you nailed me like that's how Colbert nails Trump like well, it's he, a perfect over the top rendition he, he narrows in on you know what makes Trump Trump and right. then he just exaggerates and, yeah it. and he just blows that he focuses yeah. on that part yeah which is the brilliance of satire or caricaturization making a caricature yeah. yeah well thank you appreciate that I have that in my bag now <clears throat> I can pull that one out more often. The Trump impersonation. Yep. But I bet I bet we won't have a holiday for Trump. But we are here on a holiday for President's Day. So here we are. I got the day off. You got the day off. Let's do episode 40. Another milestone. Our fourth time hitting the 10th milestone. I hope it's good. I hope so, too. I hope it is good, too, because we're, uh, you know, again, we're still mixing it up on the alcohol. You're drinking beer again. I'm drinking some, just some random wine. Sutter home. Bullshit. You got Deschutes, though, again with the beer. Mm-hmm. How was that one? You got Oh, you got the same one, the Fresh Haze IPA. Yeah, it's it's my new my That's new the new favorite. fave. You're, yeah. you're, you're addicted to that one, huh? That's your thing. It did smell good. I, that's all I can say mm-hmm. about it. Everybody I give it to, they like it. Yeah. Can't go wrong with it. So Better than all the Sierra Nevadas? Right now, I don't know if... Not better, it's... Just your it's thing new. Right now. It's a novelty right now. Oh, okay, there you go. You know, but you know, looking back in time, it, it'll it'll be a, among my favorites. Okay, well, good. Top ten? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Top five? Uh, right now, yeah. Yeah, but overall, if you had to look back on the whole thing, your whole beer tasting history, 
can you can you name a top five? Yeah, let's see it. Uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, classic, right? Sierra Nevada Torpedo, um, Lagunitas. Okay. Um, I think it's Sierra Nevada. They make a fresh haze IPA. Oh, do you? Okay. Oh, something like something like this. Something one, at least. like the fresh haze. I guess haze is actually a type hazy? of beer. Little hazy thing. Is that the little hazy hit? thing? Is exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, it's kind of not my thing anymore, but I can't deny it's tasty. Blue Moon, classic. Yeah. Right. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, if for my top five beers, I'd have to go way back because I haven't had it in so long. I'd have to put Guinness in the top in the top five. I think the blue moon in the top five with an orange slice. You know, you got to do it right. That's nice mm-hmm. and fresh mm-hmm. summer day. You did some yard work at blue moon. I mean, you can't beat it. I liked Fat Tire, their original ale, I think. Um, okay. or, um, or they might have had a winter ale. God, it's been so long, I can't remember. Um, it was really hoppy. It reminded me of a Sierra Nevada, I guess, from what I remember. Kind of hoppy. Pretty bold. Mm-hmm. Do you like Do you like hoppy? Due to some extent, I feel like even when I was able to drink beer before I got celiac, like I was, I had some, there was just some of the really hoppy stuff coming out and it was like, holy fuck. And some of it, I think went too far. Like I like hoppy if it's balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's just like hoppy for the sake of being ridiculous. Just kind of tastes like pennies. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're just like, holy shit. Like you're just, okay. Yeah. You went too far. Um, That's why I like this one, the the fresh hazes, because it's hoppy for sure, but it balances it with a um, you know a citrusy, uh, fruity kind of sweet thing that goes yeah. well. Well, good. Glad you found that. Yeah, me too. I'm really happy. I about think that. that's two podcasts in a row that you <laughs> went with that. So, yep. Here we go. Hope it works. Hope it makes for a good show. So cheers. Here's two people not ro- not hammering nails into their roof so we can record and they can have a little respect around here. <laughs> yep. Cheers yeah. to that. Cheers to that. So here's what we're gonna do, episode forty. Um we're gonna we're gonna get in touch with our friends at the Heretic Happy Hour. Well, we're not gonna get in touch with them. I'm a part of that. But we're gonna um I thought it'd be fun to like we're doing a whole new series coming up a week after this release on metaphysics and like metaphysical questions. And we're doing a whole series on that. So I thought it'd be fun if you and I ran through all the, well, so far we have like six topics that we're going to talk about on this whole series. We'll probably add more as we do, as we go and people ask questions and all that. So we come up with other ideas, but for now we have like six questions or six topics. And I thought it'd be fun to like, bang through each one for like 10 minutes and just see what we think about it. Just like off the cusp as we always do here and uh, just cover each one. And some of them we've actually talked about a little bit on the bonfire sessions. So one of the, one of the topics will be angels, demons, and the Satan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we've talked about Satan. I think we've, we've dabbled in some demon stuff. I don't think we've talked about angels. Um, Reincarnation is going to be one topic we're going to do. Have we really done much reincarnation on here? Um, I'm guessing we have. I think we've touched on it a couple times, just in passing. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure we have. Miracles. That'll be a fun one. I don't yeah. know what I think about it. Yeah. We're actually, uh, that one we interview Michael Petroni. He was the creator of Messiah on Netflix. If anyone's seen it out there. Mm. Nah, watched I haven't it. seen it. Some people lost their shit on how great it was. I thought it was, like, pretty good. Seven out of ten, maybe. Okay. Um, I know Keith was really impressed with it. So we have him as our interview. Quant- quantum physics. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to do the self, soul, body, spirit, all that kind of stuff. Like, what does it mean to be a human being, I guess? Which we've touched on that. We've talked about it before. And then uh, near-death experiences we're going to talk about. I have really nothing to say about that. I don't know. That I don't think I have a whole lot. But so, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. So those are the six so far we have on Heretic Happy Hour. So uh, here today on the Bonfire Sessions, we are going to 
just touch on them, each one. So I guess I'll go in order of uh, what we have. This isn't the order of the release, necessarily, but this is the order on our outline that we share. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's So the it. first one we have is Miracles with Heretic of the Week, My- Michael Petroni, I think, if that's what we're going to do. So, Miracles. What do you think about Miracles? You got any thoughts? I guess it would be good just to talk about how you would define a miracle. That's always important, right? What are we just talking so about we're not, when we talk about a miracle? Yeah. So we're not talking past one another. Yes, of um, course. I mean, so how I understand it is uh, it's some sort of event that happens outside of an explainable order. Sure. Um, yeah. That that's that would be good. My I think my my initial question would be would a miracle would something we call a miracle now not be a miracle in 500 years if we can come up with some sort of explanatory thing? No, I don't think so. Actually, I think I should add another layer to it or a level. It should be it should definitely be recognized as, you know, a positive thing like like even if I, I'm happy to say that, like when a doctor helps cure disease, even though you can explain it mm-hmm. by the drugs that he gave or whatever, sure. I'm still willing to, in some way, call that a miracle. Like I mean, it's it's ulti- ultimately a miracle that you know the human mind exists. <laughs> mm. um, it's ultimately a miracle that there's existence. Mm. Um, cause it, existence doesn't have to happen. Right. Right. It's not um, like logically necessary, I guess. Yeah. So, um, I would be happy to say that, you know, like in 500 years, even if we can still, even if we just then were able to explain scientifically how something happened, mm-hmm. I'd still be, I'd still be willing to call it a miracle. Mm. I like that because I think most often we think of miracles as like God does something that he normally doesn't do. And for me, that gets really problematic because then it's like, well, why didn't he just do that all the time? Because he has some divine plan and his ways are hard. Well, you don't answer any questions with that because I still have the question like. It's not an explanation. Right. It's just, yeah. it's your rationale to make yourself <laughs> feel better at night. Um like, oh, he saved this kid from cancer. Well, he didn't save a bunch of other kids. That's the first question I have. So, yeah, I like the, I like broadening, broadening it out and saying that everything is a, a miracle to some degree. So why Ultimately. why do some things happen? Why do some people get healed when other people's people don't get healed? Well, we don't have an explanation for that, and I'm okay with that. Like, it's not it's not literally God stepping in and doing something. Like, something may have mm-hmm. happened. If there is a healing, let's say, something may have happened, but it's not necessarily, just because we can't explain it doesn't mean that like you prayed some prayer to make it happen, or that God just decided one day to flippantly help that kid, and not this other kid, or this woman, or not this other woman, or this guy in war, and not this other guy in war, whatever the miracle would be. I don't know. I, I have a hard, this is why I have a hard time with miracles. Because the traditional understanding is like God swoops in and saves the day, and I don't like that. The only the only thing I can say is that I've never I've never actually seen anything that you know really defies the explanation. Like sure. I, I've never seen an arm grow where there wasn't one before. Yeah, or. Just something appearing instantly out of nature, like mm. a fireball coming from some unearthly realm. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've I've never seen. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen anything that ultimately can be explained within um, the natural order. Like maybe maybe science can't explain it now, but I can see how they'll find a way to find out. Yeah, I don't. I, I I guess maybe I don't. I don't see God ever working that way, like like him intervening in a you know a game of cause and effect. Yeah, 
you know, like intervening in a game of billiards or something like that. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. Life is a game of billiards. You shoot the thing and all of a sudden your ball just scoots over like and it's, five feet. Right. And, right. And with the initial shot, it wasn't going to make it in the pocket, but, you know, now it will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's how people think of miracles, though. All of a sudden your ball sped up 40% and you could see it. Mm-hmm. Or all of a sudden it took a right hit hand turn and hit the eight ball and knocked it in the right pocket where it was going wide before. And you're like, what the fuck was this? <laughs> like, that's how people explain miracles or think of miracles. And I'm like, is I, God really I, that? Like, uh, I've never seen anybody yeah. like on the trajectory of getting in a car crash. And then, you know, the, the vector of the car is in some right. completely unexplainable, you know, it just jumps direction. the one in front yeah. of it. <laughs> 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 like it's a video game and you have the jump ability mm-hmm. it goes boing <laughs> and all I can say is I've never seen that right me neither now I'm not saying it's not logically that it's logically impossible yeah like, <laughs> and that's what some people say when I go I, I went on I went recently like off on this Francis Chan guy He, you know him yeah he went he's like he said he healed a bunch of people in Myanmar or whatever and he just touched them and they were healed everyone I touched was healed like, okay, maybe. <laughs> so isn't it convenient that it happened in some village in Myanmar and not not at the Cleveland Clinic with yeah. someone YouTubing you, like videoing you and posting on YouTube? Um, and some people took offense to that, and I was just like, well, I haven't seen this. I know some of y'all say that, like, I watched someone <laughs> grow an arm. <laughs> I watched someone who was dead get up and walk. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't seen that. I have no way. I mean, I want to trust people that I don't. I don't. Well, you don't want to call people liars, but right. But I'm like, okay, well, you'll excuse me if I withhold some doubt. Like, I'm not calling you a liar. I'm just there. (laughs) That's the effect of like I was watching this car about to kill someone, and the person jumped like a Mario brother with the superstar and like jumped over it twenty feet and landed. Or the car, like, all of a sudden jumped him. The car was about to hit this dude. And all of a sudden, the car, like, leapt in the air and landed behind him. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's what <laughs> that's what people are saying to me when I watch this dude who was dead, who, like, resurrected. I'm like, every time I've heard of someone dying, they, they died. Or, yeah, yeah <laughs> maybe there's stories of people having out-of-body experiences. I haven't had that. I don't want to. Um... Or, like, yeah, I watched this person who, I like, I, I knew him for 10 years. They didn't have an arm. And then one day we went to church and someone prayed over him and they grew an arm. Okay, if you say that, like, I, I would want I'm i doubting Thomas. I am totally fine with being doubting Thomas at that point. I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, I've never seen that. I've seen people bullshit. I would want to see it in the New England Journal of Medicine or something. <laughs> Me too, right? Then I would take it seriously. Right. Or if I saw it with my own eyes and yeah, and I wasn't tripping on mushrooms or acid. Like, <laughs> if I was like stone sober, just woke up, right. had my coffee, and then some dude without an arm was walking by and all of a sudden he like started shaking and an arm grew. I'd be like, holy fuck. And I would not be upset if you were like, dude, you were tripping. You did something. Exactly. No, right? I, I wouldn't be mad at you. I would believe it, but I would understand why people wouldn't believe me exactly. if I said that. I wouldn't, be t- I wouldn't even be talking about it, dude. I'd tell yeah. you and Lindsay and maybe one other person, I would not be like, I prayed over this person. I saw their arm. Gr-. I'm like, even if I saw that happen, I'd be like, oh my God, I can't say this because I understand why people would not believe it. Like, this is some crazy shit. So the people that say that, this dude had a, he got his head blown off, and all of a sudden his head reattached. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me. Forgive me, Lord, if I don't believe the person who told me that. Like, you can't you can't get mad at me for not believing that. What rationale do you have for not believing that? I, I don't even know how to explain that. Like, every experience I've ever had, of, if I saw a head got blown off a dude, and it reappeared on their head, I'd be like... You're not just going to be like, oh, the, the Lord works in mysterious ways. No, you're going to be like, holy fuck. <laughs> I didn't even believe that shit. What the fuck? That's where I'm at with miracles. If it happened, like, if it happened, I wouldn't... I'm not saying it can't happen. 
But every person who's honest would be like, holy shit, I didn't expect that shit. <laughs> I didn't believe right. what I just saw. <laughs> Everyone's that way. No, but you're, you're, yeah, your point being, they're not going to immediately respond, well, the wor- the God works in mysterious God, Lord ways. God, you are good. <laughs> no, you're going to be like, what the fuck? So don't get on your holy high horse if, if you believe in miracles. And I'm like, eh, eh, in that way, you know. Like you said, if life isn't, yeah, life isn't, like, it's crazy. The fact that we exist instead of not existing. Call that a miracle, sure. I don't know what the fuck that is. It sounds preposterous. But it happens, so. It's pretty, it's, it seems pretty miraculous. Right. But if it's miracles in terms of, like, you shoot the you shoot the cue ball and God just flicks it with his finger that you can't see and it veers off <laughs> 90 degrees, I just don't see that happening. Like, that's, I don't think that's the way it works. Yeah, yeah, that's about how I feel about miracles. Yeah. So, there. That's what we feel. We can move on to the next one. I mean, I'm done, unless you yeah. had something. No, that's good. Perfect preview. I think that was ten minutes. So here we go. On to the next one. So, yes, the next one is something I think we've dabbled in. Um, our heretic of the week for uh, this episode, I think we're going to be doing Katie Valentine. Uh, she was awesome. She actually lives in Chico. Oh, nice. So, yeah. The topic, I believe, is going to be reincarnation. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee we've talked about it in passing, at least, on the show. Mm-hmm. I think we talk about it a little bit, but again, in passing, I think, in one of the booklets for the Bonfire Sessions booklets that are coming out, if I remember correctly. But nothing yeah, in depth. Yeah. So, let's give about 10 minutes. To talk about our ideas on reincarnation. Where are you at with that? You okay with it? Are you repulsed by it? I know you're okay with it. I am A-okay with yes, it. Yes, you are. Of course you are. Yeah, I need to that. Come on. <laughs> what I'll say is it makes sense to me mm-hmm. that reincarnation would be the process that, you know, a soul goes from infancy to nirvana or... Mm. Uh, Christ-likeness, Buddhahood. A final, a final resting place yeah. of peace and joy. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I, I can't remember any of my past lives, but, you know, people that do, that's, I don't know, isn't that like a minority of people who yeah, actually I don't believe in reincarnation? Actually believe in reincarnation? I mean, in the West, probably, sure. Uh, isn't it pretty common in Hinduism? Is uh, I mean, honestly, I've never looked into it. I think it's pretty common. And Buddhism is probably okay with it. Um, I mean, that fits within their worldview. Yeah. 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 Uh, Judaism, I think, can be okay with it, depending on the interpretation of their faith. Mm -hmm. I know that was something they weren't, like, repulsed by on the whole. That's what she said. Right. And (laughs) it's mentioned in the Bible, kind of, right? Sure. Like, they believed uh, maybe John the Baptist was Elijah, right? Yeah, and I don't, I mean, you could speak better about it, but I mean, I don't know in what way, what way they were saying that if they literally believed no, it. No, yeah, or, I don't, I don't actually know. I think it's, um, it's just open for interpretation. Like, but, I mean, it's possible and it doesn't necessarily, go, it doesn't necessarily contradict. Yeah. Right. Which that's important. I sure. mean, recognizing things that don't go against, you know, what you say that. <laughs> well, I think that's a, that's a cool thing about Judaism. For for the most part, from what I understand, it's open. It's open. A lot, yeah, a lot of Jews are okay with these questions that maybe Christians or even other faiths aren't, or at least, I mean, I mean, like anything, it's a mixed bag. Uh, some Jews aren't. Some Jews are. Just like some Christians are. Some Christians aren't open to questions. Muslims, same thing. Some are open to different ideas and new ideas and different understandings, and some are rigid, as mm-hmm. fundamentalist as fundamentalist can be. Doesn't matter. I mean, that's true of Hinduism. I mean, yeah, it's true of everything. Yeah, I mean, right. Good God, Gandhi was killed by a Hindu. Uh, take that from from it what you will um but uh, i'd be okay i'd be i'd be okay with calling myself a christian t- to whatever that means and being okay with reincarnation to whatever that means so i'd be one of those christians who would i'm okay with the idea i don't know if it's true i don't know if it's not could be mm-hmm. i i you know i've always liked to joke that i've had past lives whatever you're like like may, like i'm i've always been into pirates just understanding piracy in like the age of pirates. I've also been really interested in study of the middle ages. Like I like that whole 
Um, We've got construction behind us now. There's construction everywhere in this damn town. He's building a fence. All right, we've got fence building going on here. There we go. He's got one of those stake pounders. So, welcome to the show, my friend. (laughs) Um, So, or or, or if you have, like, recurring dreams about something. Or deja vu. Mm. Like, maybe those are just Mm -hmm. little nuggets of... Maybe I lived a life as a pirate at some point. And I've always been interested in, like, the golden age of piracy Mm -hmm. in the Caribbean. Yeah, I'm totally okay with that. If that, I don't know. If you want to point to that as maybe being evidence of a past life, sure, yeah, sure, or some sort of justification, and don't be dogmatic about it. Yeah, about like anything. Well, I mean, as it is with everything, like it makes sense. Sure. Like, and no, I don't know it, anything it, it, that would go against it. So it also makes sense in this way of viewing it. You and I both believe that there is this progression of enlightenment, progress. You know, like reaching. It's not no. on or off. It's yeah. There's right. There's, there's a, a progressive understanding. Yeah. There's a spectrum. It doesn't seem like everyone dies with that knowledge. So it does make sense that if you don't in this life make it to some sort of enlightenment understanding, Jesus, Buddha, mm-hmm. Rumi, mm-hmm. the list goes mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you come back and you progress on that path until you do, and that's it. And that's the whole point. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's the only possible way for, for the soul to grow, to learn. Yeah. Maybe this is, maybe this type of life is the only way that you can maybe uh, grow in that kind of way. And not everyone gets there, it seems. Some people die miserable right. bastards. It, it definitely seems to take more than one life. With so maybe people. we have died in our past lives as miserable motherfuckers. Probably. And until you, whatever, until you get it. Until you make it. The point is, I'm still here, so... You obviously haven't figured it out yet. Um, so either I'm a new soul, or I'm an old soul. Yeah. Uh, the point is, I have stuff to learn. So. Yeah. <laughs> so so do not judge, because we've yeah. all been in the same trajectory. And some people may be a little back behind. The Westboro, God, the, the Westboro Baptist guys, God, God hates facts. It'll We've got some work to do. We all do. Don't. I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm gonna judge that action to some degree and help judging the action, not the the sin, not the sinner. You're right. You're gonna eventually not be that person, and you're gonna realize how absurd it is to be that person. But, but in some way, maybe we are all that person. Like, if we had former lives, I mean, how 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 awesome would justice be if you're like, oh, you're racist? Do you realize your last life you were black, <laughs> and now you're like a racist KKK member. And then you look back on all of your lives and you're like, Oh, holy shit. Like I realize do not judge really is quite personal because you lived all these different. This is why you shouldn't judge. You were rich. You were poor. You were oppressed. You were oppressor. You You were, were, you were a Jew. You were Hitler. Yeah. Oh man. That would be some crazy shit, man. So in that way, like, uh, it seems like poetic justice to some degree. I don't know. So don't be a dick in this life because you would have been a dick to yourself in the former. Right. And the reason why you're still here is probably because you were a dick. <laughs> right. <laughs> Otherwise you wouldn't be here anymore. You'd be like in the uh, in a different plane, a different universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Reincarnation. Uh, that was, I think that was a solid preview right there. Pro- solid preview. Knock that out real quick. Into the next one. Well, this, go- this actually plays plays into uh, the reincarnation one. And we don't have a heretic of the week yet. We have ideas, but we haven't announced it yet. So Hmm. I'm not going to announce it here. Because I don't know if I have permission to do that. So the next one we're going to do is the self. So I I take that to mean, like, what is it? You know, some people talk about humans as a soul, body, and a spirit, or just a spirit and a body. I think C.S. Lewis, from from C.S. Lewis to Plato, all talked about these things. Aristotle probably did, too. So what does it mean? I mean, the, the, what I take away is what does it mean to be a human being? What does it mean to be living this experience? And what I think is like, I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're human, and yeah. I think we come from divine. We're divinity and humanity coalesced into one awkward, paradoxical experience. So the, qu- the question is, what, what is, what does it mean when we talk about the self? Yeah. What are what, we pointing what to? What do you mean to it? Yeah, what would you, I mean, if someone yeah. says, let's say you're the soul, the spirit, and the body, or there's just a spirit in the body, well, what do you mean by spirit? What do you mean by body? I think it's this weird blending of whatever we say God is and, and whatever it means to be. Um, 
in this weird natural world of death and decay. Like we think of God, we don't think of death. We think of God, we don't think of like struggling with shit. If we think of God, we don't think of like getting old and getting gray hair and dying and suffering and having to forgive people. So we're both this weird blend of the two. I would almost put it up there like with the transcendentals. Like it mm. it defies explanation. Like a right. definition is like this means that. This is what I mean when I define this. Mm. This is that right over there. But with like existence itself or, you know, the self mm-hmm. itself, um, I mean, ultimately, I think it's unexplainable mm. in terms of other things in this world. Yeah. Like it, it's an ultimate category. Mm. Uh, but I don't know, like my Buddhism or whatever wants to step in and, yeah, just, yeah, firmly say I'm not going to buy into that kind of dualism. Mm. Like, is it, right, is it a self or is it, or sorry, is it a mind, body, spirit, um, like one of these things that you could point to, but doesn't really quite capture the whole thing. Mm. I mean, the self is, yeah, it includes a soul, it includes um, any other thing that you would want to point to, but um, maybe the most apt uh, definition would be that the self is where um like the christ gets reincarnated and experiences the universe from this specific point of view mm. because maybe that's the only way that life can be experienced in this kind of way yeah it's weird it's almost like you'd say it's like the paradox of saying god is all knowing but god doesn't know all things unless god experiences those things Right. So, does he does he really understand suffering unless he, you know, died on the cross? Unless like, he incarnated God's or self, was, right? Yeah. To to then suffer, in or merely just incarnated? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, before existence, let's just say God God is before existence in this sort of natural world. Can God say God knows what it's like to forgive? Unless you've experienced forgiveness, right? He doesn't. Right. He doesn't really know the experience no, of it, exactly. And that's a whole different yeah. l- layer towards it. So, I think we are that paradox of knowing all things as divine creatures and not knowing it until we experience it. So we're all this. We're all this shared consciousness, but we're also a unique perspective of that consciousness at the same time. Like, we all yeah, share the same sort of experience, but we all share a unique... We all are differentiated by a unique first-person view of mm-hmm. that experience. It's, it's this weird balance. Yeah. You know? But that but that's what we mean when we're talking about the self. Right. Yeah, we, sh- we come from this one source, but I'm different than Mike. Mike is different than Sperry. Sperry is different than Lindsay. Lindsay is different than me. We're all... We all have this... We're all the same, but we're all different at the same time. So we're all divine and we're all not like... I mean, finite beings? Finite but infinite. I mean, we're finite in the fact that you can point to, you know, this sort of uh, karmic process, if that's Mm -hmm. how you want to put it. Yeah. That little tornado event right there, that was the self. Yeah. (laughs) So it's it's, it's both and. Like, you know, that's why I don't want to get dualistic and say, like... Like, some Christians get really dualistic and say, oh, you have to be in the spirit and not of the flesh. And, like, there's those Bible verses of that. But I think they get too dualistic and say that, like, anything we experience as a human is, like, bad. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, I don't think that's what it's meant. Like, it's, I don't think it's meant by the fact that, like, this fleshy experience that we live for 20, 30, 40, 60, 80, 100 years at the most is, like, bad. No, I think that's a good experience. It's all good. Everything belongs, as Richard Rohr would say. And in a certain way, it feels spiritual. Totally. Oh, totally. Matter in itself is very spiritual, mm-hmm. it seems like. Yeah. Yeah, everything. There's no There's no sacred, secular divide. So, all right. The self. It's been answered. We don't know, we need to have that episode now. <laughs> uh, moving on to the next one, the quantum realm. 
or quantum physics. You got any thoughts on quantum? Physics? Actually, actually, don't. I don't have a whole lot to say on that. You don't, I don't think. I I kind of like I dork out a little. At least bit I don't on, think I do. Yeah, you, you probably will. Quantum physics is interesting because it's like one of those things that runs counter to. I mean, I know it's kind of opposed to Newtonian physics. Yeah, it's just... Or it's different. It's way different. It's like Newtonian physics works in our day-to-day. If I roll this ball, I'm going to experience this ball hitting Mm -hmm. these other balls on the billiard table, and it's going to go this way, these balls are going to go this way. Mm -hmm. I can explain um, why the nine ball didn't go in the pocket or did go in the pocket based on speed and angle and Mm -hmm. force. In that way, it works. But it seems that experiments show that it's it's not it's only a probability, and that probability happens most of the time. But well, everything is just kind of wonky. It, it in the, seems in the, in the subatomic. Maybe, but actually, I mean, experientially, life seems more more quantum. Yeah, like I don't. Like uh, Alan Watts, he uses the analogy of a boat and the wake that it creates, and um, he he said he says most people get into the trap of trying to explain the boat by the wake, but no, really, you explain life from the boat. I mean, the boat explains the wake. So that kind of mean the present moment explains the past that's going to come from the present moments. It's not mm. the past that explains the future like a game of billiards. Mm. Um, Newtonian physics. Mm-hmm. No. All the power in the world, it comes into being in the present moment. It's explainable only through the present moment. The past mm. doesn't... Yes, the past does kind of explain the present moment. It, it explains where you, how you got to this moment, but it doesn't explain what you're going to do in this moment. Like, you can always... As humans, at least, we always have the option of not, uh, like, getting retribution or um, you always have the power to change the course of your soul. Mm. Even if you don't realize that you do, you can. And if it does change, it's only going to be explainable in that present moment. It's not because of anything that came in the past. Yeah, that actually lines up with quantum stuff because quantum physics says that based on the observer, that almost goes back in time to change what happened to make it to that observer. So like the mm. double ex- slit experiment, mm. light is, is a wave of probability. And then when you observe that halfway through the experiment, it almost goes back in time and has always been a particle. <laughs> and so you weird. see that one spot in the probability curve that it landed on because you observed it. And that's like, essentially how I understand the double slit experiment and how quantum physics works. Mm-hmm. It's once you act on it as an observer, even if the light has already been sh- shown, you can change the, it goes back in time and then was always that, which it was wow. based on your observation, which didn't happen half until halfway through. So you're like, what the fuck? So, so it's, it's almost like, it's almost like Newtonian physics in one way works in experiencing things. I can play billiards and expect that if I hit the ball in a certain way, it's going to hit that and bounce that eight ball, nine ball, whatever ball into that pocket. If I hit it at the right angle and this physics works, cause and effect. But from our standpoint, we're the ball that's being hit and we can make that 90 degree turn. Like we can, we can break the chain of cause and effect almost with some sort of human agency, which, uh, I, I which mean, maybe then we call a miracle or something. But it feels it feels experientially true. Like as I go through my daily life, it feels like I have all these choices. Mm-hmm. Where maybe yeah, I was on this trajectory, like I was just mad, you know, and I've wanted to be mad. But no, no, I'm done being mad, and I'm you know, I'm gonna you know try to be happy. Right. Um, like you're having a bad day, but you can actually do things to. Uh, make it better. Like right. you can go exercise. You can. Yeah, it's almost like the chicken um, and the egg. Someone would say, "Well, it's because your chemicals ba- backed off, and you were able to make that rational decision, or something like." But no, it's like I think it's like almost you make the decision to say, "I'm going to change the trajectory," and then it changes. 
Like, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to change my chemical balance where I'm not angry or frustrated mm-hmm. or depressed. And maybe, maybe I can't ultimately, maybe I don't have the power, uh, you know, the brain power to explain the trajectory, even if it did look like it, mm-hmm. you know, changed in a different direction. All, all I really care about <laughs> is that it feels like I'm making choices. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a free person. Yeah. And I, I'm going to put money on the fact that that's true, that, you know, life is explained more quantumly than, you know, Newtonian physics, that you always have the power in this present moment to yeah. uh, do whatever you want, really. Yeah. Um, but even if that, even if it's ultimately explainable, I don't know if I care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I'm to the point where, I, yeah, a lot of those answers, I, I don't really care how it works. Just, you know, seems to be true. It, yeah. Whatever. Sure. All right, next one. Uh, this one will be interesting. We've covered the Satan on a previous episode, but one one uh, topic will be angels, demons, and the Satan. Okay. So... I mean, I've covered Satan books. We covered it in one podcast. I don't remember which episode, but go back and look and find it. Remind us what it is. I think it was 30-something or late 20s on Bonfire. Oh, that recent? Okay. Yeah, I think it was pretty recent. I think if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Do so much content, you forget when you <laughs> when you talked about stuff. Um, yeah, so, you know, Satan we've talked about, I think. Demons, I think we've kind of talked about to some degree. Like I don't think yeah, the, I think demons manifest themselves in culturally right. relevant ways, as Brad Jerzak would say. Yeah, the common theme between all of them would be like, oh, it, I prefer the term like a power or a mm. principality. Yeah, um, I like you know group thinker. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's <laughs> where I'm at. Spirit of the mob. I mean, there's yeah. a, there was a bad spirit in that mob over there. Right. <laughs> yeah. More anthropological than theological. Yeah, yeah. You could you could you could explain a lot of it, you know, just in purely human psychological terms. Right. Yeah. That's how I think about all of it. Even angels. I haven't talked about angels really much. That's the one thing I don't. I don't really know what people are talking about. But it may be in the same way, in like a... Um, it would be of that same sort of type. That's how right. I would explain an angel or... Yeah. It was like there's an angel over a Martin Luther King rally. Martin Luther King Jr. rally. Whereas you could see the mob as, you know, from Beauty and the Beast, when Gaston incites everyone to go kill the beast. Mm-hmm. You can see that as the mob. Or the mob can be people who... Martin Luther King Jr. has have affected, and they're marching for something. They're marching for and and against an injustice peacefully. You could say there's like mm-hmm. almost the same sort of spirit, but in a good way, taking on like a yeah. life of its own. I think that's where I'm at with yeah any of that. And I know that some this is yeah this is related. Um, sometimes Christians misunderstand his. Uh, sorry, Hinduism, mm. um, and the the theology of Hinduism, as understood by through their you know books, that when they're when they're talking about gods, I mean, their their gods are roughly the same sort of thing as Christians would consider angels. Mm. Um, so they're not polytheistic in in one way. Not they're, they're not talking. ultimately. It's a language thing. Yeah, not ultimately. Right. Yeah. So when they say gods, we think angels, and when we say angels, they say gods. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, uh, yeah, Thor would be more akin to an angel than uh-huh. an actual, you know, ultimate god. Right. They, I mean, they don't think of Thor as an ultimate, you know, the uh, the ground of all existence. Like, right. I mean, the ultimate. Yeah, he's a ultimate. god of something. Yeah. Yeah, I would think of those gods as real, and what I mean by that is. If we believe in a God and it fundamentally it changes the universe, which it does, or it changes human experience, which it does, then that God is real in some sort of way. If, if a billion people believe in Thor as some sort of effectual being of the created order that changes and is able to do things that humans can't, 
just the belief in that God yeah. makes it real. I mean, belief has some sort of existence. Right. Like it has some sort of reality. Definitely. So, I mean, thus it has some sort of uh, power or uh, influence. Right. And it becomes a power and principality yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. in that way, like our beliefs don't matter, but they do. Hmm. So I think it, it is an interesting conversation when we talk about demons or angels or Satan. Just the fact that I believed in Satan as an ontological being affected my world in a real way for for the negative. The, the minute I stopped believing in that power, I was less possessed by demons. And what I mean is that my belief in that possessed me in some way. I had nightmares. I was fearful. <laughs> and those powers can, um, like, quote unquote, possess you because you're thinking about them all the time. Yeah. You know, you're getting, you're having the, your brain is being affected traumatically and you're having some sort of, they call it religious tox, religious toxic, what is it? Toxicology. <laughs> yeah, it's religious trauma syndrome. Mm. I mean, it, it almost like mimics PTSD in some way. It affects your body in the same yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It fucks your brain chemicals up and shit. <laughs> so in that way, you're possessed by demons. Sounds pretty real to me. Yeah. And it's real because you believe it. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's an, this is one of those interesting questions. Like, I feel like for me, it's been better to be allegorical about the whole thing because when I was literal about angels and demons and Satan, like that shit was really bad. It was a bad experience in a very real way. So it's best to agnosticism or some sort of subtle holding on to something is better than taking this shit so literally. That's been my experience, so I don't know. I mean, definitely when you don't when you don't think of literal demons or literal demons, it seems like a more manageable problem. At least, mm. like <laughs> totally, yeah. Like when it when it's ultimately all just existing in your own head in some sort of way, mm -hmm. and you realize you have the ability to stop believing about something and magically stuff just starts getting better. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> I think that's the litmus test of right belief though, too. seems like the world would be set up or the universe would be set up in that way. Like some Christians will say, Oh, well your, your lack of belief in Satan is Satan saying, Oh, I already got him. Now, now I've got him in the worst possible way I exist. And he thinks I don't, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's like, to me, like the litmus test would be, do I experience more joy or peace, comfort, happiness, then when I yeah. did believe in Satan or demons, like literal demons that are lurking around every corner. Well, I mean, I feel that. So that makes it true because that's, that just seems the way. And it just seems like, you know, your worldview, which is, you know, my worldview, it just has, it has more explanatory power too. Like, yeah, it does make you feel better, but, you know, it's actually, I would say, a more biblical worldview, a more historical worldview. Totally. Uh, philosophical. Um, so, I mean, that's that's ultimately why you accept one theory over another theory. Mm -hmm. Well, does it explain everything? Is it cohesive? Um, this is. These are the same reasons why you choose one worldview over another. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, why would you... Why would you latch on to a worldview that has less explanatory power than one that has more and that it makes you feel better. Which yeah. is just one, yeah, one part of it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, it's kind of like Occam's razor, right? Uh, oh yeah. It, the most, yeah. It makes the most sense. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, simple explanations. It makes the most sense and it has the most explanatory power. And it's not, yeah, it's not overly complicated. Like, sure. Right, totally. isn't that Occam's razor the definition that it uh, the simplest explanation is usually the it's usually the most correct, yeah, most correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I like when Robin Perry says, uh, "God wants to save all; God can save all, so therefore God will." That's universalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, makes sense to me. Makes yeah, we can write books and books and books about, and Robin Perry has, and other people have about why. Or you could just say that. Or you could just I mean, say that and be done with it. Move on and live your life. <laughs> All right. Last one we had was uh, NDEs. 
near-death experiences, I have no experience of that. I've heard people having crazy experiences about seeing their body from a third person. Right. Dying yeah. on the dying on the surgical surgical table. Right. I've had no out of body experiences. Mm-hmm. I've gotten pretty close to dying, but yeah. not yeah, I haven't actually yeah, seen myself outside of myself. Yeah. Um the people who testify about that kind of stuff is pretty interesting. I, I mean, there's I, a lot I, of there's a lot of anecdotal evidence right. to that. Like sure. a lot of people seem to be saying the same sort of thing. Sure, reporting the same sort of things that they see when they have near death experiences. Yeah. So, and uh, I find that interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't. I I think it's fun to think about. Like, sure. I have no problem with it, and yeah, it points to some pretty exciting things, I guess. Yeah, the craziest one I read about, and this is someone I actually know, Andre Rabe. And his wife, Marianne Rabe. Yeah, I love I love that story. Yeah. And I got to meet Andre and Marianne. And uh, they had this story from years back. They were in Europe. And Marianne, I guess, was allergic to bee stings. And she got stung by a bee and went into, like, some sort of shock. And basically from, like, Andre, they rushed her into some, like, fucking convenience store in France, I think, after they're doing this whole bicycling thing. <laughs> and Andre leaves to go find some sort of shot. Like, what is it? Epinephrine? Something like that. He, he, something like that. They, and, but they leave her, um, with a clerk, I think, who has to, do, who has to end up doing chest compressions or something. Something's going on where she's like basically dead. He comes back to give her a shot, blah, blah, blah. And she comes too. But her experience of it was that, she showed up at a place that she's always been and like her husband was there and mm-hmm. everyone was there. And th- that was the reality coming back into this reality was a dream. Like, you know, I woke up and now I'm back in my dream. Like that was her like experience of it. And he's like, no, I mean, you were like gone and we brought you back. And she's like, no, I was there. And I went back into the dream. Like what the fuck? That's well, a crazy it's experience. cool because it kind of lines up with uh, C.S. Lewis's uh, uh, what shoot the uh, oh the Great Divorce sorry yeah where yeah the a guy from hell travels from hell you know to heaven for a day trip and mm-hmm. it actually turns out that hell is a very small portion of like micros- microscopic little hole in heaven meaning that I mean heaven is a greater reality. Mm. Uh, the afterlife is uh, more solid substance than, um, you know, this dream world than we're living in, mm. that we're living in right now. Yeah. Um, what we think is reality is actually a dream. Mm. Or, I mean, less real. Less real. Yeah, it's real in some way. Like, like when we die, we're going to go, holy shit, like, dude, that's, that, that felt so real. That felt so fucking real. But it will feel like you woke up from a dream. Right. Yeah. Like, Mike, you were there, dude. <laughs> You're like, hey, yeah, you were there too. Holy shit. And maybe we wake up at different times. We're like plugged in. We wake up at different times. But it was it's going to be like, dude, Mike, I swear, remember when we had that podcast? That felt so mm-hmm. fucking real. And like we were recording shit and talking about stuff. And we were like, what the fuck? I remember that. I think that's how it's going to be. I think that's how we're going to explain it, ultimately Probably. explain it. Yeah, I think so. Like, holy like shit. Like we, so we entered this world to... Uh, maybe learn some sort of lesson like there might have been some sort of purpose to it sure but ultimately it'll be a lesser reality than yeah what we travel into totally that's how I, that's that's the, that that in my gut that sounds right that sounds that sounds more right than it that. sounds right i hope it's right yeah <laughs> totally yeah Totally, and, and that's I mean anecdotally that that's what people that's seem what people to re- seem to report. So yeah, and I can only go on reports. I I haven't had an NDE. Yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to. No, I, yeah, that's. Yeah. I'm not trying to. It's not something you want to go look and try to go out and <laughs> no. recreate. No, no right. <laughs> Stab yourself and see if you can get revived. I'm not trying to do nothing like that. You might go there permanently. Yeah. But, <laughs> if you're okay which, with that. I don't know. I guess that it seems okay. It seems, it seems to, everything's going to work out in the end, but. <laughs> I'm obviously not promoting suicide. Here, no, I, I feel like I'm, I'm good, man. I, I still got, I still got stuff to learn. 
I think. You're not ready yet. I'm not ready. I'm not ready, Lord. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to do that. So those will be interesting conversations. Those are the six we have. So, you know, I think that'll be a pretty good start to the series. We'll probably come up with some different ideas. I mean, if you talk in that sort of way, yeah, I would listen to it. Oh, good. Good. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I got for today. You got anything else for today? No, I'm good. I'm done. You're good to go? Yeah. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, it was pretty chill. Yeah? Just relaxing. Didn't, didn't do much? No. We're good. Which is mostly what I like. I don't like having plans, honestly, for my weekend. Even if they're, like, awesome plans, like yeah. going dirt biking. I don't know. I'm getting I'm getting to that age where... I'd rather just chill at home. If huh? I feel like going dirt biking, I'll do it. But no, I'm just going to plan on... Uh, yeah, relaxing. Plan on nothing if you feel like it, do it. There you go. That's more present anyway. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was in Sacramento. My daughter destroyed dance competition. Right, yeah, as always. Got a lot of hardware. Yeah. It's crazy to watch her dance with uh, 12-year-olds. She's nine. And she's right there, like, fucking on it. Same height, same... I mean... A little shorter. You can tell she's younger than 12-year-olds. 12-year-olds look old sometimes. But she's got on the same level. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool to watch. And they got, like, a couple first places. A bunch of different awards and shit at this competition. Like, damn. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's cool to watch. She's really good at what she does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, uh, like, some of those pictures that you posted were on Facebook. Like, oh, they're, yeah. like, she looks like a professional. Right? I know. <laughs> some, of the, some of the pictures she had on Instagram, oh, my God. Like, she jumped, like, four feet off the ground. She's, like, four foot something. She just sort of left, yeah. Yeah, and I have this picture where her legs are straight. Straight to fucking cross the, like, the four feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're fucking nine. How the f- It doesn't even make sense to me. I don't even have that much power in my legs as a grown-ass adult. And granted, I weigh more. <laughs> and I don't train. But she jumped, you know, like, her body height almost in the air. Like, up to her shoulders. N- not- I couldn't jump over her shoulders. She can jump over her own. Well, not not to take away from it at all, but I'm sure you being heavier has a lot to well, yeah, do with it. But right. No, but, that's, that's... But jumping your own body weight. That's Or jumping your own body height. Like, in almost, and of like, itself, yeah. That's... You know, I, no, yeah. I can't do that. It's crazy. No way. <laughs> I don't know anybody that can, except no. for her. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And then when they compete, it's like... I guess the competition was supposed to be more fierce, and she just jumped up and like did this crazy shit, and I was like... And that was it. Like, holy shit. And nine compared to 12 is a lot. That's a big difference. Like, girls who are 12 are going through puberty. Like, some of them have boobs. And my daughter's nine, like, in the same category, like, beating them. Like, what the fuck is this? Or with them on her team. There's some older girls on her team, too. But, like, she keeps up with them and then beats other teams that are, like, older than her. So, imagine what she's going to be like when she's 12. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> so, that was, that's what I did. It was fun. She's cool. got, she got a good team. Yeah, they're, they're good. It's fun to watch. But it's tiring. It's really tiring. It's like all fucking day in Sacramento. <laughs> yeah. Being yeah. on the road is always... It's always tiring, man. Getting too old for this shit. I'm almost 40. Uh, yeah. It's all good, though. So, anyway. Yeah, that's episode 40. I hope you uh, check out the Heretic Happy Hour series that we're going to do. Because those will be longer conversations. We're just previewing it. Which is fun. It's fun to talk about this kind of stuff. We've been talking about politics for, for a while now, doing current events. Yeah. You get, get to take a break from that stuff yeah. for sure. Get more into the conceptual for a little bit. We'll yeah. be back on this. We got, we got other current events to talk about, I'm sure, in the upcoming future. So, anyway, have a good uh, have a good President's Day. In, enjoy, enjoy Donald Trump Day. Let's <laughs> rename it. Hashtag Donald Trump Day. <laughs> Just kidding. As always, don't be a dick. Don't be, uh, I'm not going to say it. Don't be the C word. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to. I know no, exactly I only have five to mean. do. I've already done one, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, anyway, peace out. <laughs>